0: Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, AKA the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone and health related in order to empower, educate and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. When should you increase or decrease your thyroid medication? This is a big one. I get asked this all the time. I see it in my Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook group. So I figured, let's just talk about it, shall we? Then that way, when I answer your question, I'll just post this podcast as the answer. Okay, so we are going to enter this conversation assuming that you and I are not working together. Because if we are, we're going to be increasing your thyroid medication per your symptoms. So that's going to be one of my answers. Are you sick of hearing me talk about Young Goose yet? Well, that's too bad because I love them and I have been using them now for years, probably about two or three years. And I can honestly say that my skin looks great. So I go to my plastic surgeon's office to get a little bit of Botox, right? And he says, what are you doing for your skin? Because your skin looks great. And I'm 50. It's going to be Young Goose. You know, I've never had the ability to do those of lasers that are supposed to refresh and renew your skin. I just can't do it. I break out. So I love a good product line that is actually going to do something with my skin and help me not age. So whether we're talking about eye cream, finding that perfect eye cream, whether you're finding that perfect collagen boosting cream that smooths out wrinkles, Young Goose has it all. I use pretty much everything in their line, but my favorites are going to be the Care Moisturizer. This has NAD and NAD boosting powers to it, which obviously helps your skin. We love NAD for anti-aging. I use the Hyperbaric Mask at night. I put that on. Oh my gosh, it just renews and replenishes and hydrates my skin. I use the Pro Care Serum. This is an anti-aging serum. It's senolytic. Meaning, it's going to seek out and destroy the bad cells and promote new cell growth. I use the adaptogenic cleanser. I use the amplifying essence, which really kind of boosts up your skincare overall. BioC peptide spray as a toner. Their entire line is fantastic. If you even start with two to three products, you will notice a difference. In your skin, so you're going to go to younggoose.com and you're going to use the code Doctor Amy. This is going to save you five percent off. Now, is it a ginormous savings? No, but their line is so precise and so grounded in science. This is what they can offer, and you know, I love the owners too. I think buying from from a family owned company is so important. And if you met the owners, you would fall in love and want to use their products every single day because you know that their heart and soul is literally behind this line. So younggoose.com, use the code Dr. Amy. You will notice a difference in your skin. Have you ever heard of the baobab fruit? It's really interesting. And it is such an affordable way to increase your antioxidants because this thing is a multi talented multivitamin, multimineral, multi multi-mineral, one-of-a-kind supplement in powder form that you throw into your shakes. Oh my God, it just pretty much becomes a no-brainer. So this particular Baobab Boost from Chim Healthy Mama, my two favorite ladies on the planet, they introduced me to this amazing antioxidant and I fell in love. I put it in all the time. Every single shake that I have, I put the baobab powder in. It's citrus and sherbet tasting dried flesh, has five times the fiber of oats and a higher antioxidant level than any food on the planet. That's eight times that of the superberry berry and more than blueberries and pomegranates combined. So quit eating all the sugar. And just use organic Baobab fruit pulp. It's that easy. Because Trim Healthy Mama, they put that into a nice powder. Like I said, I just scoop it right out, throw it into my shake. Oh my gosh, it reduces inflammation. It helps with weight loss. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's kind of working as an appetite suppressant. Now, I know it's not touted for that. But when you put it in your shake, especially first thing in the morning, throw that into a nice protein shake, you'll notice that your appetite is definitely curbed. So now I'm thinking of this perfect stack to replace or or supplement those GLPs out there on the market. What if we did Baobab and Metabolism Fixer together? That would be crazy at controlling your appetite. And with the baobab, you're getting all those antioxidants. It's it's amazing. And this powder is so affordable. It is so affordable. So you're going to go to store.trimhealthymama.com and look up baobab. It's B-A-O-B-A-B, baobab boost powder. Uh, these ladies have just gone all out with Their entire line. But this is one of my favorites because I started using it. And I have to say that I noticed the appetite suppression difference. And then when I dove down the rabbit hole of what else is in it, the antioxidant content, the multi-mineral content, it just becomes a no-brainer. So store.trimhealthymoma.com. Look for Baobab powder. Enjoy. How do you know it's time to increase your thyroid medication or change it up a little bit? Number one, symptoms. If you are doing all the things, if you truly are implementing a gluten-free lifestyle, if you are eating right for not your blood type, but for your blood work. So there's another book. There's a book that I should write. I'll kick the crap out of that eat right for your blood type book, which is a bunch of bunk And we're going to say eat right for your blood work. So if your insulin is above a six, if your A1C is above a 5.2, then you are insulin resistant. Then you should be implementing a lower carbohydrate diet. You do not have to do keto, like shoving all the fat in your face that you possibly can, but you should be dropping your carbohydrates. So let's assume that you're doing all the things and you're lifting heavy and you're taking care of yourself and you're getting good sleep and you're not going to bed at midnight and you're keeping your stress in check as much as possible, then what we have to do is look at your symptoms. So here you are, you're gaining weight. You can't lose. You know, the weight loss slowed to a halt. You're not yet at your goal weight. You're still carrying extra fat deposits around. You're tired all the time. You are still experiencing hair loss, but that can take a little while, even if you are working on getting optimized. And all those symptoms are coming back. That's one indicator, and you're doing all the things. Number two, we can pair those symptoms up with your labs. So now we move to your labs, and again, your doctor must be testing all of the labs. Please do not ask me, post, or even think about, should I raise my thyroid medication and all you have is TSH and free T4? Just just don't even ask the question, please And if your doctor won't do free T3 and reverse T3, it is time to get a new doctor because you can certainly go out and order those on your own. I have a nice big banner at the top of my website that says, order your own lab tests. But once you get them back, what are you going to do with them? Because if your doctor won't even test them, you really think they're going to treat you? So anyways, we have to have free T3 and reverse T3. If that reverse T3 is high and it is above a 12, then what we have to do is change your T4 medication and possibly increase your T3. Because if you're on NDT and you just increase your natural desiccated thyroid medication, you're increasing your T4 along with your T3. And you're increasing about 80% of the T4 and 20% of the T3. So what good is that if you push up the T4 and then you push more to reverse T3? So what we have to do is lower the T4 or actually lower the NDT, and then we have to add in or increase your liothyrene cytamal T3. So, we pair those labs up with your symptoms. So, two very important things. Now, let me differentiate as well, because there are certain situations, and I just saw this in my girl fix your thyroid group today. And a woman posted that she is really feeling great, like no symptoms whatsoever. Her energy's up, she's at a good weight. But she's hung up on her lab values, but she's like, look at these labs. They're horrible. Well, they're not horrible. Free T3 is a 2.9. Reverse T3, I want to say it was totally fine at a 10. I mean, there were some antibodies. Her TSH was climbing, so we had to keep an eye on that. We got to keep an eye on that because if your TSH is actually climbing and it's being flagged high, then we want to make sure that you're not you know, dropping into a hypostate and that the symptoms are going to come on pretty much any day now. But L. Russ and I talked about this too. If your free T3 is a 2.9 and you feel amazing and your reverse T3 is in check, then who cares? Then we don't necessarily have to increase your thyroid medication. We don't have to increase your T3. But if your free T3 is a 2.9 and you feel like absolute garbage and you have all the symptoms, then it's time for a change. It is time for a change. If you are on T4 only, my answer will most likely be that you need a change of thyroid medication, not necessarily an increase of your thyroid medication as in an increase in your T4 medication, but you need a complete change because T4 only rarely, rarely, rarely works. And if you're one of those out there that T4 is rocking your world and you're at an amazing weight, and you're not insulin resistant and all your hormones are in check and you're not fatigued and you're not losing hair and you have a libido and you're not constipated all day long and you're not losing your eyebrows and you don't have joint pain and you don't have mood issues and you don't suffer from depression or anxiety or sleep disturbances, then good for you, kudos, because you are a rarity. If you're on T4 only, you're probably nodding your head at some of those symptoms that I just said, because T4 only does not work. So that would be time for a change and an addition of T3. So we can change over to NDT or we can take that massive amount of T4 that you're on, possibly lower it if your reverse T3 is going up and add in lyothymonine cytomel T3. Now, what if you're on NDT? Let me give you that scenario. So you are on natural desiccated thyroid. You're getting a little bit of T4 and T3. You have some of the symptoms, not all, like in general, you're feeling kind of better. And maybe you felt better, especially at first, when you first went on that NDT and, and things, you know, you start to see the light, like, oh my gosh, things are going to change. And then it kind of levels out and then it levels out and you go, okay, this isn't cool. What's going on? So then we go by your symptoms of you saying, yeah, I felt better. And now I don't. Now we look at your labs Because we can't just say, okay, well, you're having symptoms. So let's increase your NDT. No, because what if you're having conversion issues? So then we have to go to your labs. And then we look at your reverse T3. If that reverse T3 is above a 12, we have to drop your NDT. We got to drop that down. And we have to add in T3. Because in dropping your NDT, we're taking away some of the T3, albeit a very, very tiny amount. But in dropping your NDT, we're taking away some T3. So we have to add in the T3. Plus we want to add in the T3 because of your symptoms. And we don't want to go up in the NDT because that's just going to push up your reverse T3. Are you following me so far? Hopefully you are. If you listen to me enough, this is kind of like a refresher course. If you're new to the podcast, hang in there, go back and listen to many of them. Join the Girl Fix Your Thyroid group. I gotcha. You're going to understand this. like the back of your hand eventually, I promise. So with NDT, we look at the reverse T3 to determine whether we go up or down. What if that reverse T3 is low? So let's say you're on NDT, you're getting the symptoms. We think it's time for an increase. We look at your reverse T3. Your reverse T3 is an eight. But that free T3, 2.8. So we know we have to increase and we know you're converting just fine. Then that's when I'll look at that T4. And sometimes the T4 will be low. Sometimes it'll be 0.9, 1.0 which my goal is not to push up the T4, the free T4. Never, ever, ever is my goal to push up the free T4. When we increase the NDT, when someone is converting just fine, then we're naturally gonna bump up that T4 because you are converting, you should continue converting, but we're gonna recheck you to make sure that reverse doesn't go up when we increase your NDT. So that would be a situation of, hey, somebody's taking the NDT, they're tolerating it well, they're converting just fine, They're just having some, a few symptoms come back. So what we're going to do is increase that NDT. And then very soon after, we're going to recheck that reverse T3 to make sure that that didn't climb up with the increase. So there's another scenario where, yes, we will increase it. What if you're T3 only? What if you are T3 only? So if you're T3 only and you are, let's say, again, you're feeling really, really good because somebody figured out that you need to be T3 only. So you were working with somebody that had half of a brain in the thyroid space. There's very few of us out there, by the way, very, very few. And I'm just calling it like I see it. So you're working with somebody, they put you on T3 only, they figured out you you don't convert. Maybe you got a genetic test, you had that DIO1, DIO2 SNP, or maybe you're like me and you went through a series of trial and error and adding in the T4 and then you go hypo. So you're T3 only. But all of a sudden your symptoms are coming back what the hell? You're gaining weight. Oh my gosh, what's going on? And we do the 18 to 24 hours of no medication and we test you. And we look at that free T3. Because here's the thing, your reverse T3 is going to be low because there's no T4 to convert, except the T4 that your thyroid gland is possibly still making. But you're not taking T4 to convert to reverse T3. So that's naturally going to be low. Guess what? Your free T4 is going to be in the toilet. I've done a podcast before where I shared my labs. I will definitely have to do another one of those where I show you guys my labs. But I have no free T4 whatsoever because I don't produce it. And because my thyroid gland is basically non-existent. So through Hashimoto's and through my own thyroid medication... I have suppressed the function of my thyroid gland. My thyroid gland no longer produces very much, if at all, T4 and T3. So my reverse is low my free T4 is low, but my free T3 is, well, for me, it's optimal. It's fine. It's good. I'm fine. My symptoms are null and void. So let's say you're on T3 only and you're getting some symptoms back. First of all, I would want to check... Your free T3 level at the 18 to 24 hour mark of no medication. And then I really want to look at everything else because if you're on a decent amount of T, if you're on T3 only, you're probably going to be on a decent amount of T3 only because there's no T4 on board and there's no NDT on board. That's no T4 on board. So we want to, yeah, we want to make sure that you're on a decent dose of that. Usually it's over 30 milligrams because it's very, very, or micrograms. It's very, very rare that I see anyone optimize under 30 micrograms of. T3 only. Now, if T4 is on board, then you might be optimized at 10 or 20 micrograms, especially if you're a more sensitive person, that might be just enough to optimize you. But if you're on T3 only, we normally have to go above 30 micrograms to get you optimized. 30, I said milligrams before because I'm also tying it to the NDTs. We normally don't see anyone ever optimize on 30 milligrams of Armour NP because what it's going to do is it's going to shut down your natural... Production of thyroid hormone—it's enough of a negative feedback, but it, it, it's enough of a negative feedback to shut down your own production. But it's not enough medication to take over for that shutdown. So you give someone thirty milligrams of Armour, they might feel really good at first, and then they're going to go hypo because their own thyroid gland—if it's not in the shitter already—it's going to go there. It's not going to have enough thyroid hormone on board to take over for that that drop off. So we have to increase NDT at least to 60 or 90 milligrams. T3, if you're on T3 only, you're probably not going to get optimized until you're over 30 micrograms, okay? Just side note. So yes, it could be your T3 dose, but it could also be, maybe you're not doing all the other things and you're just over-relying on your taking T3, right? Okay, so I'm just going to call it like I see it. Some of you, per- my own fault of training you this way, have relied too heavily on thyroid medication while thyroid hormone replacement is vital. It is vital, it is vital to optimizing your thyroid and proper thyroid medication, the proper type for you, as well as the proper dose is vital for you to get optimized. But I also don't want you to just rely on that and think that you don't have to do all the other things to get yourself optimized and reduce your symptoms. So those are the cases where we would see a need for an increase or a change in thyroid medication. Now, what about a decrease? So I've talked a little bit about low-dose naltrexone. When you add in LDN and you reduce your antibodies, there is a possibility that you will need less thyroid medication. So you may have to adjust your dose down. Should you start to feel a little bit hyper? Should you start to feel, I call it icky and sticky. So should you start to move into that icky and sticky, like you're sweaty and you're jittery and you're a little bit like coffeeed, caffeined up is what it feels like, but you didn't even drink any caffeine. That means you're kind of nudging into that hyperthyroid state. And if that lasts for more than a day or so, like it's not a random occurrence, maybe you had an anxiety provoking day or whatever, it's not a random occurrence, it really is happening often, maybe you're losing some sleep, then it is time to re-examine your dose and we may have to dial it back. So we might have to drop your NDT or your T3 back just a smidge. And if you're doing a titration upward with your T3, you might have to rewind it back to that last dose before you started to feel that icky and sticky. So that might happen as you're titrating up in T3. It might happen as you add in LDN. It might happen as you change up your lifestyle. It might happen as you optimize your testosterone because testosterone is another immune system enhancer, meaning is going to decrease autoimmunity when it's optimized. And ladies, you have to be over 50 total to be optimized. Guys, you have to be mm, well above an 800- to be optimized. And that's not counting the free testosterone. Guys, you should be above a 200 with free testosterone. Ladies, you should be in the upper half of that free testosterone range, which varies from lab to lab. So if your testosterone is low, then there is a good chance that you're going to need more thyroid medication when your testosterone is optimized. You might find that you need less thyroid medication. Also, when you decrease inflammation and decrease your insulin, you might find that you need less thyroid medication as well because your inflammation in your body starts to go down. So that's another case. Cases where you might need a slight increase temporarily. I didn't even mention that in the beginning, but it just came to me now. Sometimes colds, viruses, illnesses, surgery, injury, and just simply living in a cold climate, but that's not 100% across the board. So don't hang your hat on that last one. Sometimes that alone will require a slight temporary increase of your thyroid medication as your thyroid produces more demand on the body to heal. So if it's an illness, injury, surgery, your body may require more thyroid hormone in order to properly heal. And then in the instance of of recovery from, let's say, an illness or a virus that possibly attacked your thyroid gland. So let's say Epstein-Barr virus kicked up into its active state. And we know EBV is a huge trigger for Hashimoto antibodies. So maybe your thyroid is literally under attack and it's down-regulating its own production of thyroid hormone. You might need an increase in your thyroid replacement therapy hormone, i.e. medication. You also might find that you need an increase, like I said, if you Live in a climate that gets really, really cold in the winter, like Erie, Pennsylvania. Although I don't see that across the board. There's no tried and true evidence that, hey, if you live in a cold climate, you're going to have to jack up your thyroid medication in the winter. That is not something that is across the board. Some people will notice that distinct change as the weather changes and the temperatures drop, that they'll notice that they go hypo and need a slight increase. But I can't, I, I honestly, it's never happened to me. The only time I've bumped up my thyroid medication is during times of you know, post-surgery or viral infection. And I really have not seen it anecdotally in my patient population that much either. So I thought I would mention those times because Russ and I have talked about it as well. Times that you may need to really tune into your body and do some self-adjusting. Once you get really in tune with your body and how it responds, you will notice that you are more in tune with when you need more thyroid medication as well. That right, guys, I hope this quickie helped you. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right, I hope to see you soon.